There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello everyone and welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I am Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve, and today we'll be discussing Episode 5 of Season 2 of Resident Alien. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I think (laughs) I was wrong. I was thinking, I believe I said it last week, that I thought it was going to be an alien child, not... Right. I was thinking that too, with the preview after last week's episode, I was going, oh great, this is going to be one of Harry's kids. Yeah. (laughs) Well, in fact, Um, it was one of Harry's kids. Yeah. (laughs) Just the wrong version of Harry. (laughs) Yeah. And kind of surprised that Isabella never brought her up. I would assume that she would have known. Yeah, I was kind of surprised because I don't remember them mentioning. I mean, they probably did. No, you know I what? Don't no, think so. yeah, they did because something about at the art thing. He's like, "Yeah, I'm heartbroken." Oh, yeah, you. Made I remember right. that, but still, I wasn't expecting there to be a kiddo. Yeah, <laughs> it's like what? Okay, that was surprising. So, yeah, we'll get to that very shortly. We have some ratings, though. Yes, we do. Episode 5 brought in a 0.11 rating in adults 18 to 49 with 0.898 million viewers, making it the 53rd rated cable show for the day. It's down a little bit, under a million viewers for the first time this season. And Astrid and Lily Save the World brought in a 0.05 with 0.246 million viewers, making it 188. It's about to drop out of the top 250. (laughs) Oh, no. I mean, that's been such a fun show, though. Yeah, really has. And I will say, apparently I was wrong. I thought the girl who was playing the daughter was from Young Sheldon, but it doesn't appear to be that. No. I don't know. Maybe it was just the perfect angles. It looked like the same girl. Right. Yeah, I kind of thought that too when I saw the preview was, is that the kid that's Sheldon's arch nemesis? Yeah, that's what (laughs) I was thinking. But she does have a pretty impressive resume. Yep. Including directing two things i don't know i don't know that i mean she's so young it's amazing yes <laughs> i feel very under accomplished myself <laughs> <laughs> it's like wow okay anyway let's jump into episode five shall we with our initial thoughts of it so i like i said i was surprised and i'm saying it, it was a good episode but i'm also saying this kid is really like oblivious is what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, blaming Harry's behavior on being high. I don't know if I would buy that being her age. <laughs> but it was good to see them kind of work it out and to where she actually ends up liking this Harry. Yeah. Look better than her old Harry. <laughs> now I'm like really wondering about original Harry's like life. Oh, yeah. 
I wonder what we're going to find out in New York. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. All right. Let's start with episode five, Family Day. Harry and Asta's trip is interrupted by an uninvited relative as the town celebrates family. Yeah, this is interesting. And oh, my God. Yes. What an start- opening. Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow. We start with a five-year flashback. And we're getting something I was not sure we were ever going to get. Right. We're actually opening with Sheriff Mike in Washington, D.C., five years beforehand, seeing him chasing a perpetrator with his best friend and partner, Jesse. Jesse pursues the perp on foot, and they split up. Yeah. And that's when Mike hears a gunshot. So he calls for backup. Unfortunately, and this was off screen, Yeah. his partner, Jesse, died from his wounds. And next thing we know, we see Mike, and I don't remember if it said like two weeks later. I feel I think like so. it did. Yeah. That he was in his apartment alone drinking and there was a lot of beer cans. Yes. And next thing we know, we hear a knock on the door and you hear somebody say, I know you're in there. I thought yeah. it was going to be his dad. Yeah. But it's somebody who had worked with Mike and his partner, Jesse, and he's handing Mike a puppy. Which turns out to be baby Cletus. I was like, oh, it's a little baby puppy. It didn't even <laughs> click that it was Cletus. Right. Till he says it. But I'm like, oh. Because the guy says, you know, you're the only one he would have wanted to have him. And I'm like, right. oh, he would have had to go to a pound. <laughs> I was yep. so sad thinking that. Because I'm a huge dog person, in case you guys didn't figure it out when you hear right. the occasional pod dog on and see the pod dog on our Facebook page. And Instagram. The pod dog is everywhere. So this was, what should we call Cletus? He's not just a cop dog, sheriff dog. I don't know. Badge dog. We'll come up with something good. Right. (laughs) But it was sweet because I think as depressed as Mike was in that moment, this was the thing he needed so he can concentrate on something that was good. Because we know animals give love unconditionally. And... I know when I'm just watching some of my sappy shows that I get super invested in, which weirdly are a lot of K-dramas, and I'm crying, my dog will bring me one of her toys to make me feel better. (laughs) So I'm thinking with Mike being so down and having to take care of a puppy and have training and stuff that this was exactly what could help him. So... Yeah, it was a distraction he needed. There's no doubt about that. Most definitely. Because, yeah, puppies are not easy. No. (laughs) Especially with that potty training. But anyway. Yeah. Let's talk about the morning after the horrible night we had last episode, shall we? Holy crap. Now, we talked about what just happened. Yes. (laughs) When we seen Asta roll up to Jimmy's house. Now, granted, she was very upset. But when she wakes up in the morning and it took her a minute. Right. (laughs) I mean, we found out at least nothing happened. And I thought it was interesting because I in no way think Jimmy is going to be redeemable because of everything. But it felt like in this moment, he at least was realizing there was a whole lot going on that he didn't help with. Right. Because he tells Asta as he's trying to give her coffee. He's like, nothing happened. But it felt really good just to be able to talk about Jay and everything because not something he dealt with. I right. feel like he was just going to be Joe Jackass forever, which we kind of get that later. But I was just still hoping Asta wasn't like, oh, he's changed. No, no, he no, <laughs> no. It just happened to be a good moment. But Asta was visibly upset 
as she runs out, she's like, I should not have been here. And I think everybody else was saying, no, you shouldn't have. Right. <laughs> it's like, find anybody. But, I mean, we see later. It would have probably been hard for her to find anybody to really talk to. Right. We get a few interesting moments in this episode with Mike and Liv. Liv's trying very hard to reach out to Mike. And she's like, hey, I seen you leave the restaurant pretty quick. And it's like. <laughs> he doesn't want to talk about it. It's just awkward, Liv. I mean, I know you want to be that sympathetic ear, but uh, I don't think he's going to be able to open up emotionally or like friendly-ish. <laughs> like, I don't even know the word I want. <laughs> like, yeah, he just wants to deal with work because I feel like you seeing how Mike is, he is not going to be able to be okay with any of this. Right. But yeah, I love- him being mushy and talking about feelings, uh, yeah, it's probably not in the card. But no. Who knows? But I do like that he's like, all right, we're talking about work, whatever. And it's like, hey, hey, I see you writing in that notebook. What are you doing? Another investigation without me? <laughs> it's like, no, this is weird stuff happening. It's about the memory loss. And just as they're about to really get into it, which I think Mike was going to blow off mostly. Of course he would have. Liv looks out the window and she's like, I think you need to see this. (laughs) When we see a green-haired girl stealing a bike and Mike runs outside. He was moving pretty fast because... Oh, yeah. (laughs) Get moving pretty fast on a bike. So I want to know how he got her. Unless Liv finally walked down and got the car. (laughs) Or she couldn't ride a bike. I mean, could have been either one. Oh, yeah. It didn't look like it was a mountain bike or anything like that. Yeah, probably looked like a bike from the '60s. So yeah, it had that's, one. Yeah, that's what one I got. Gear. It's a beachcomber. Yeah, <laughs> although mine mine has multiple gears. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, it might have been the old. I didn't notice if there was an old banana seat on there. <laughs> no, it was before <laughs> banana seat. <laughs> before the banana seat. Oh my gosh! Now we're we are going back. Meanwhile, we have Darcy avoiding a run-in with Asta barely because yeah. Ellen covers for her. Because apparently, after the disastrous dinner with her parents, Darcy got totally wasted <laughs> and ran into a tree. So she had to get an uh, IV to recover. Now, I've seen this happen. I thought it was a not real. Right. But apparently, like, rich people can do this. I don't know. The rest of us just have to have some orange juice and suffer the next morning. Yes. <laughs> That's why you keep replenishing your sugars, people. Eat some french fries before you go out. You'll be all right. Anyway, no, don't take that as real advice. Yeah. (laughs) My health teacher did tell me that way back. I don't want to see you all in the drive-thru at McDonald's before Friday night, but (laughs) that will help. But yeah, don't do that. Trust me. Not a good thing. Anyway, let's go to Harry's cabin where Harry is telling Asta after she barged in all pissed off. Right. Who knows what? Because she's always mad at him now. But Harry's telling her. I have a phone number for somebody in New York. And she's like, well, why didn't you call it? And I love it. He's like, well, it's a trap. Like, okay, I just think Star Wars, right? Right. But I love that the octopus, (laughs) Nathan Fillion, is tattling and talking to both of them in their head, which is hilarious because he's in the conversation now. We don't have to worry about Harry not translating something. Right. So (laughs) that's great. But I love it because we need to give him a name. We need the octopus. Number 42. Oh, that's true. So 42 tells Asta Harry's actually afraid his people will reject him because he's become too human. And Harry relents, of course, 
to ask about calling only, only after he was about to feed the octopus. And he's like, oh, liars don't get shrimp. And I love it. And he's like, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's like, I'm hungry. But, oh my God. Okay. The conversation that Harry had when he does call the number in New York. Yeah. <laughs> it was comical. And it's like, I thought Harry was feeling more humanish. And then right. it's like he totally backtracked on this one. Yes. But hello, how much Law and Order did you watch? Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, he said he's had relations with my mother. <laughs> oh my God, Harry, come on. Law and Order, you got this, man. You got this. But apparently, with a quick Google search, Asha uncovers that the phone number is for a pizza shop. So all they can do is go to New York. Because not like whoever answered the phone was going to be like, yeah, I'm an alien. Because I'm sure they're probably thinking something completely different. Right. Unfortunately, before they're able to figure out how to get going, Harry gets a call from the sheriff informing him that his daughter, that's right, his daughter, has been arrested for stealing a bicycle. And this is throwing everybody for a loop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would say, what? Because <laughs> like we said, we weren't sure from the preview if it was going to be human Harry's daughter or alien Harry's daughter. Right. So it turned out it was human Harry's daughter from his first marriage, which, yeah, I completely forgot until they started talking about it in the show. Then I'm like, oh, wait, I remember the art gallery thing. Right. But apparently his daughter, Liza, was sent to boot camp that was supposed to help straighten her out because she had a whole string of shoplifting and general no goodiness happening. And instead of staying there, she decided to bounce out of the boot camp and come find her dad, despite how many times he apparently has abandoned her or I was going to say ditched her, but like booted her back home. Right. Yeah, there's a whole thing, too. When we start hearing about that, it's like, oh, good grief. And it was hilarious to see Asta trying to go along with it and trying to come up with a name. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, Liza. <laughs> it's like, this, you know. She's on the tip of my tongue. I can't think of it. But, yeah. So, Harry is ready to leave with or without his daughter, I think. But, of course, Asta's like, you gotta be a dad. And he's like, what? He's like, I don't know how to do that. But we've seen he did pretty well. Although I think it's very dysfunctional and that just makes it amusing to me. <laughs> oh, absolutely. It was hilarious. <laughs> Liza ends up storming off. Big surprise. Because she's just going to make her way back. I don't know, if not even home. It was a big question mark. Right. And Asta follows her out and chased off a pervy older guy with a motorcycle. By simply saying, yeah, she's 16. And he's right. like, all right, and I'm out. Like, yeah, yeah. Did you have a bike? No, my creepy boyfriend did. Right? A creepy jerk of an ex-boyfriend. Yeah, I love Liza, too, when she's like, you're just his newest girlfriend. It's like, yeah, no, his newest no. sex toy. It's whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I just love the no, no, we're not dating. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> but I think. In this episode, Asta did really need her to be there. Right. Because it helped her a little bit. But I don't even think she realized how much helping Liza was helping herself. Right. Cause I, I totally she, agree with that. Yeah. I don't even think she mentions it all the way to the end. But I feel like this was definitely needed. Of course, you have Liza just 
rebelling against everything. I mean, I don't even know if there was a specific. But she says she notices that Harry seems different. And yeah, I love it. Are you on drugs? And Harry's like, yes. Legal here. <laughs> no, come on. That's why I said the obliviousness. Come on. Right. <laughs> because according to Liza, human Harry was a shitty father who barely went through the motions. And when they asked, well, where's your mother? Oh, my Zod. <laughs> She's in Italy, probably getting fingered on a Vespa. I was like, holy <laughs> crap. <laughs> like, I was not expecting that to end up on air. No. <laughs> it's like, well, okay then. But we get to cut away from them for a little bit, not very long, where we see Liv in the cemetery visiting her aunt's grave and telling all of us, you know, <laughs> I wish you were here because you were the only one I ever told about seeing the spaceship. Yeah. And I think something happened. And then here comes Mayor Ben and Max. It's like, oh, okay, hi. Yeah. Hope you didn't hear that. Although Mayor Ben's got a whole bunch of other stuff going on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And he is talking about Patience Family Day. And there's big plans, including an original musical about the 59 that I wrote. Oh, Lord. Yes. I'm thinking, <laughs> please no. Please. Yeah. <laughs> and Max had noticed a big monument and Liv tells him, oh, yeah, that's for the 59, but it's not just a monument. They're buried there in like a mass grave. And he's like, what? And cool. Like, yeah. Ben's like, please don't try to excavate the grave and dig anybody up. Please, no. Good gracious. I was not expecting that at all. We get to go to Harry's cabin and Liza, oh my God, is just like, well, being a teenager. Yes, And there's another way to put it. No. And Harry insists that he hates kids and Asa's like, well, you know what? You gotta keep a low profile and not let Liza in on the whole, I'm an alien who killed your father and took over his body thing. And you gotta feed her, because otherwise she could die. And he's like, really? It's like, no. (laughs) No. (laughs) No, this would be bad. So, like I said earlier, we get to see a little bit of good Jimmy and a little bit of what we know as Jimmy. Right. (laughs) Because he's in his truck waiting to pull into a parking lot, and Darcy basically, like, steals the spot. Right. I don't care who it is. That is a jerk move. Yeah. Seriously, I mean, he was waiting, he had his directional on, and you're just like, oh, oh, sucks to be you. Yep. Because, of course, they're going to you know, be basically beating their chests. And it's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm a bigger person. And, of course, that's when we see Jerk Jimmy. Yes. Because they're threatening each other, and she's like, I'll beat you down, and I'll do it for us. And he's like, oh, really? Maybe you should talk to her about that, because she spent the night at my house. Yeah. And Darcy <laughs> was... Yes, <laughs> livid is not a strong enough word. <laughs> no, because why would Asta do this? Well, you know what? There's a lot going on, like all around. Right. Then we get to go to the diner and we see Mike having lunch with his father. And he's like, hey, I got good news. The biopsy is not cancer. And I love Mike's like, what? Yeah. Now, uh-huh. I don't remember them mentioning that was all supposed to be the same day or anything either. Right. Yes. So apparently apparently, it was. (laughs) It was the day that they went to go investigate Harry and find out he's a werewolf. Oh, wait, I mean, alien. (laughs) But Lewis, of course, thinks it's something way deeper. He's concerned because his son has never been happy since Jesse's death, which 
obviously, I mean, he's still blaming himself, but he's also worried that if you're going to start losing your memory, you're a young man. This could be something more serious. Right. And he just sits there looking all like, I don't know, confused, I guess is the best word, and mad, mostly mad. Yes, Mike is always mostly mad. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think there's a whole lot of uh, emotions other than mad and confused, like when Judy was dancing on it. Yes. (laughs) I think that was more scared. (laughs) (laughs) We get to go back to the cabin and see Harry, a.k.a. Chef Boyar Harry, (laughs) cooking some really flavorless, gut-busting pasta for his daughter. That apparently she is not able to do gluten, so having pasta would not be a good thing. No. So he sends her to her room, and I'm saying that in quotes. She knew right where to go, the loft, yep. Yeah. Love it. It smells like dead bodies up here. (laughs) When she said that, I was like, "Mm, Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't say that as soon as you walked in the (laughs) cabin. And I kept thinking... What did he do with it anyway? I couldn't remember. Did he end up burning it finally? Did we never seen it, right? Right. Okay. That's what I'm like, what happened? I forgot. As yeah, she's he had it in the cabin for a long time, that's for sure. Yeah, it's like I think you need some air fresheners for breeze around there a little bit. Maybe that'll help. As she is being punished, she's like, you need to call the boot camp and tell them I can't come because I'm sick. And Harry's like, that would be lying. Lying's bad. I can't do that. It's like, really, Harry? Yes. <laughs> with everything you've done, you've got to thing about lying come on right (laughs) you're literally lying just standing there looking like harry yeah (laughs) thankfully she wasn't one of them with the gene where she could see him as his alien self right that would be weird yes (laughs) so we do get to go back and see darcy confronting asta after learning about the issue with her staying with jimmy and those two proceed to fight big time And the stinging final retort from Asta was, really, should you be giving Jay dating advice based on your history? It's like, oh. (laughs) But as soon as she said it, she's like, I did not mean that. It's like, right? yikes. That was just, wow. Yeah. That's the worst we've seen, those two. They've they've had quarrels, but this one was about to become a cat fight. (laughs) Thankfully, Darcy walked away. Yep. And then... I know they're trying to go back and forth with like a little dark, a little light, but I don't know how I felt about this part because we see Max (laughs) coming out of the diner with ice cream and finding a letter attached to the dog leash, basically from Harry, I love it, from Alien, (laughs) saying that you can have your dog back when you little shits give me my ball back. Yeah. Like, okay. (laughs) But then at this time... He has the dog and he's going to give to his daughter. Right. It's like, what, what are you doing? And then we get a whole montage of things that's playing out. I love it. She's like, what am I supposed to do with a dog? Mom's allergic. And I'm like, what? Right. But then the whole thing plays out where we see, you really don't realize how old your daughter is, obviously, at this moment. Right. It's yes. like, let's have a tea party <laughs> where she has a dog up in the loft. Yes. <laughs> and he is painting his toenails. And it's like, oh, good Lord. And then the whole, oh, my God, moment. Yes. Like, seriously. <laughs> trying to demonstrate how to put a condom on a banana. And then he had a donut. And he was going to go a little deeper with this information. And I was yes. like, please, no. <laughs> please. <laughs> oh, maybe it's not the time for the sex demonstration. But, of course, 
Liza grabbed the condom, so I mean, I don't know. Yeah. You. <laughs> Next thing we know, it's officially family day, and Ben is really surprised to find Abigail Hodges among the town's attendees. Setting up a booth for face painting, I was a little surprised, too, because I thought she was still in jail. So I guess right. Harry, like, I don't know, gave a memory that she was innocent? I don't know. No, I, I just don't think they've had the trial yet. Oh, okay. I mean, Kate and Kayla do remind Ben that, hey, she's innocent and pro- until proven guilty. And I don't think he was digging that. No, he wasn't. <laughs> it was bad enough he was picking on Kayla for not having her booth perfectly aligned with the others. I know. I was, I was like, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a rock. OCD there, bud. <laughs> right? Oh, my gosh. Take it down a couple notches there, buddy. And we see Harry and Liza driving to the fest, and she asks if she can drive. And he's like, oh, okay. But even if you can't drive well, what the hell? Okay, there's certain things you still know. Like, okay, I can see her not being able to do the gears and the clutch very well. Right. I get that. That's hard for adults who don't know how to drive a, a manual. Right. Oh, my God. I don't know how many times I popped clutch, I will tell you. <laughs> but the stop sign thing, he's like, yeah. oh, there's a stop sign. Where? What, you can't see now? Yeah. <laughs> and then she was mad and stomped off when he's like, pull over. Yeah, you almost got hit. Yeah. That's why I, I was like, what is going on? Come on. I can see, like like I said, the clutch thing or speeding, but not stopping at a stop sign. Come on. And if you can't see it, then maybe you shouldn't be driving. Because it's not like it was hidden behind trees, girl. Just saying. No, she was too busy fighting with her dad. Yeah. And then the the radio thing. What? Why are you trying to bend over? Yeah. (laughs) What? You do need glasses, don't you? I think that's what that was. Okay, I digress. I'm getting all worked up about that. Yeah. Because I'm just like, seriously, obviously, different time. My parents would sit me on their lap to drive. And I say that in quotes, too. Because right. I would steer. I couldn't reach pedals. They did that. But come on. I still didn't screw up that bad. <laughs> you can do this, girl. Anyway, Max and Sahar head to the camper in the woods. It just sounds like crazy. Yes. To search for the alien tech ball. However, it's missing. And this is where I had a giant question mark. Okay. We do see David has it. And, right. and Sahar had noticed the door was open. The satellite was missing. But when they go inside... Why is everything torn up? Why was the teddy bear ripped open? Right. That didn't make any sense to me. Because if you think that just some kids are in there because you see a teddy bear and you see like snacks and why are you tearing things up and ripping things open? That just didn't make sense. Yeah, I kind of feel like he had his computer with him. And so he had hooked up to the dish on the camper and started picking up the weird signals inside coming from inside the camper so that's caused him to start trashing the place until he found it okay that i can see like that i feel like definitely would have need needed to be like on screen more right because that that was just like what what is going why would you just tear up everything right because i mean in my mind i wouldn't be like oh look obviously there's been kids in here screwing around so i'm going to tear everything up because they're probably aliens right but interesting when we see him back in the cabin and he accidentally spills his coffee 
the liquid like levitates above the ball, which I thought was really weird. Yeah. And interesting. <laughs> and he thought, of course, it was interesting. Now I feel like we're going to have the general come back and they're going to like do horrible things to him. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh, you found this and you didn't call us. It's like, really? You tried to kill me. Maybe that's why. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but now we get to go back to family day and see all the stuff actually happen. Yeah. And <laughs> a lot happened here. <laughs> oh my gosh. It went from okay, okay, okay to me laughing a lot. Yes. <laughs> so we see Harry and Liza yelling at each other and then having a water balloon fight, which apparently <laughs> Ben is poo pooing the idea. It's like, we only have so many. Well, what do you mean you only have so many? Exactly. <laughs> it's cheap enough to buy balloons. What's wrong with you? But then they both turn on him, and that was that was great. <laughs> yes. I think even uh, Kate and everybody were like, oh, yeah, he needed that. Yeah. <laughs> Harry and Liza are just getting along well. And it's cute watching them have, like, more scenes with, like, normal alien Harry talking to her, like, right. you're a jerk, but I'll <laughs> do this. It's like, oh, okay. I think he's finally realizing what it, it should have been like for his right. kids. But yep. Asta seems to have forgiven Abigail, too realizing that she's innocent and she asks for something painted on her face and abigail's like what butterfly or bird <laughs> yeah, no <yeah. laughs> i was thinking more ziggy stardust which if you don't know ziggy stardust first of all i'm very sad but david yes. bowie come on it's amazing because as a hardcore bowie fan sarah tomko tomko thank you she was tweeting out a bunch of stuff about just Bowie, which I thought was great. Right. But you have a point to make, I think, right now about being a also a hardcore fan. Yes? Steve? Yes. Yes, because this is actually on the Aladdin Sane album with Bowie and the lightning bolt on his face, not Ziggy Stardust. So, oops. I would not have realized the difference because, yeah, I'm a Bowie fan, but not like hardcore, apparently. Right. So was that his, like, persona at that time with the Aladdin yes. Sane? Okay. Yep. I mean, I know who Ziggy Stardust is with Bowie, but I mean, with that Aladdin Sane album, that's why. Right. So I did not know that. So there you go. Do your research, apparently. <laughs> yeah. But we do get to see Harry and Liza Bond after their water balloon fight, and Asta, oh, Asta, decides to take part in Trial by Fire. An eating contest that probably isn't going to end well for anyone. No. Who can take the hottest peppers? These are going to burn twice. Yes. <laughs> and if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> when they're setting up, Mike kind of pulls Harry aside, though, to ask him to perform a medical examination because something must be wrong with my brain because of this memory loss. So Harry decides to, to tell him, I'm going to help you with a meditation while actually not exactly performing a mind wipe, but giving him another memory to fill the void. Right. Which I'm hoping he threw something in about, okay, we're going to go get the biopsy because he mentions the biopsy. So right. hopefully that's in there somewhere. But we have everybody else watching the competition and oh my God, apparently, oh good Lord. Asa did not eat a certain pepper the right way because it was going to be really bad. And, and all her face paint was sweating off. Yes, it was. I love it because Darcy has been the winner for I don't know how many years she said. 
ever. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was one time she didn't win, though. She does say that. Yeah. And Darcy's like, you're doing it wrong. What are you doing? Oh, my God, tap out. So everybody's, like, losing, and Darcy taps out. And that leaves Ellen as the new champion. And I love it when she jumps up. Bow to me. <laughs> oh, my God, Ellen. Chill out. It's a pepper eating contest. Yes. <laughs> and we get those two at least talking to each other and they reconcile. Right. And Darcy, I think, finally realizes because of what some- something Jay said to her before the contest started that, yeah, she has been acting more as a friend instead of just as an adult. Right. And I think that finally clicks with her. That's why Asta's been so upset. So Asta also concedes that going to Jimmy's was not the best of idea. No. And they decide to burn Jimmy's hoodie, which apparently is she's had in her car since like high school. Yeah. So they do it and you have that sweet moment together. And then we have a weird moment with everybody else in patience. Yes. <laughs> because oh they God. attend Ben's musical. And at first it's like, okay, a little confusing, but then the closing what i'm just gonna wtf okay yes i I, there's no other way to say that no (laughs) and that was the look on almost everybody's faces (laughs) except harry and liza's harry was dying yeah yeah the whole song about all the daddies dying and the uncles becoming daddies and mommy shrinking what yeah (laughs) yeah and i love Everybody else's face is what the one parent runs up and takes her kid off stage. Yeah. (laughs) Like, nope, we're out. That was just too funny. And I'm still like, what were you thinking, Beth? Yes. (laughs) But at the end, we end up having Liza saying goodbye and actually thanking Asta for being there and talking to her and giving her good advice. Right. And that's what I was saying earlier, like Asta needed this. And I think Asta realizes, okay, this is what Darcy probably did for Jay. Right. But we also see Liza embrace her father. And wow, it's abundantly clear that alien Harry resolved the lingering issues between human Harry and Liza. (laughs) And somehow Harry decides, okay, we're ready to go to New York now. It's like, are you though? Yeah. (laughs) Then we get to go to Liv and Mike. And I kind of feel bad about this. Yes. Because Liv confesses to Mike that she believes that aliens erased their memories because they were abducted. And Mike laughs at her. And it's like, that was just painful. Right. Because he's like, I remember. I remember what happened that day. Exactly what happened that day. And then we see the event play out in Mike's head that Harry planted there. And it was a fishing trip with Lewis. It kind of made me tear up. I will be honest. Right. Because... As Mike was talking to Harry about losing his memory and this and this and not having good days, he does mention, I don't have many days left with my dad. And so he's like, oh, it's like twisting the knife. Yep. So when we see this, it was like, oh, he gets that like happy, perfect memory for him. Right. Like, I I feel like I'm cheering up now, too. Yeah. It was just so (laughs) It was sad, but like happy sad. Right. Like It was very sweet. Yeah. And I was not expecting that. No. Okay, I was not expecting that from Harry, especially at the time when he did it. Now, if it was right. after everything that he went through with, with Liza, then I can probably see it a little more. Right. So that's what like really, it's like, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all I got. Oh, no. Wait, there was more. I almost forgot. 
Kate and uh, Max are leaving somewhere. Yeah, going to her parents' house, I think. Which I don't know why. I mean, the play wasn't right. that bad. <laughs> it was bad. And uh, I love it because Ben's all depressed thinking everybody hated it. Which, well, they did. <laughs> Mike's <laughs> Max starts singing the lyrics. Oh, he loved it. <laughs> like, we'll Even Kate's it going, no, we're year. not going to do it. <laughs> no. Yeah, she's like, yeah. That was hilarious. I was trying to figure out why they're leaving. Right. I feel like there's a good reason, or not a good reason, like a big reason that we're going to find out, though. Could be. Or it's going to be a huge, like, plot point. Right. But anyway, was there anything else you wanted to talk about other than Uncle Daddy's and Unhappy (laughs) (laughs) No, that kind of took it. It says everything right there. (laughs) Oh, Lord, I'm not going to be able to think of anything other than what took away mommy's happy yeah well daddy is always mad anyway it wasn't that peppy though i will tell you true because <laughs> it was <laughs> sung by kid yes yes it wasn't jazzy <laughs> right well we'd love to hear your thoughts on each and every episode this season our deadline for feedback is 6 p.m eastern every friday during the season you can send your feedback be it email or audio to contact us at fangirlzone.com Please review and rate us on iTunes and any other platform you use for your podcast. With good ratings and reviews, it helps other fans of the show find us. Because if you can't, something's wrong because we're one of the few out there. Yes. (laughs) Tell your friends. Yeah. Tell your friends. And we do hope you're enjoying our podcast. And don't forget to check out the other great Fangirl Zone podcast. You can check us out at www.fangirlzone.com, where you can find our contacts page and all the ways to get a hold of us there as well. And all the podcasts are there and we are still forever working on the website because that's what we do. We keep working on stuff. I'm so excited that we are getting into more in, I can't want to say more interesting, but more in depth. What's going to happen with the alien stuff. Right. Next episode. Oh yeah. Don't turn away. Watch it with us. Let us know your thoughts. We want to know what you think is going to happen. So yes. Let me know. Is it going to be another octopus? That would be weird. But, you know, yes. hey, why not? So, for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk. I'm Steve. You shut the hell up about what's in my head and stop putting the TV on in front of this thing. And I'm Sean Fangirl S. And until next time.